An incident which separates you from your family and friends is the most terrible thing. Hi, I'm Sinatra, and I'm sharing the deepest secret of my life. When I was a kid and immature, I was physically abused by someone. Yes, this is a horrible truth, and this was done by someone from my family. Whenever I think back, I feel that I lost my childhood. After I got abused at the age of six years, I started keeping out myself from my family and friends. I also had problems with sleeping terror. Concentrating in school became the biggest problems. I couldn't even remember anything. And to overcome from all these, I used to do self-injury. After eight, when I was a teenager, I told my family about this incident. It was very hard for me to prepare myself to tell anyone about this. My family arranged an interview with the cops and social services. The cops were polite, good enough while questioning, but I was scared to answer any questions because I was worried that no one would believe me. But the cops believed to every word and wanted to escalate this case to court. I was getting worried day by day as the time of going to court was coming closer. My mom contacts NSPCC, the Young Witness Service, so they can provide support and assist me before attending court. They sent a key worker for me named Mia. I'd been very nervous to meet new people those days, and so I was nervous too to meet Mia. But opposite to what I thought, she was cheerful and a nice person to talk with. She went through all what happened to me, and she was trying to see if I could give evidence through a live link. In the court, the lawyer was looking around at everyone else except me, which made me feel paranoid. In the beginning, he didn't even look at me, but when he looked at me, I got scared. As the lawyer started questioning about my evidence, my memories of the abuse brought all straight back. I felt like my recovery was set straight back at the beginning again. It had a huge effect on me. The lawyer was a little rude and didn't allow me to convey much. I wanted to express everything that happened during that time, and all that I've gone through all these years. I wished that the lawyer could have listened more and didn't interrupt me when I was trying to talk. It was great to have Mia, my young witness service volunteer, in the court waiting room to divert me. I felt supportive because of her presence. She was really important. Mia wouldn't let me sit alone and made me do something productive, so we ended up playing cards. I'd have just been playing on my phone, looking through pics, making myself look occupied. Mia also sat in the corner of the live link room while I was giving evidence. It was good and comfortable to have another person in the room, even though I couldn't talk to her. Later, prosecution inspected this case thoroughly, and looking after all the evidence, they came up with a conclusion to punish the one who abused me. They made him serve five years of his prison sentence for abusing me. Now, I have to cope up from this childhood tragedy. But from this incident, I have learned that one shouldn't tolerate any harassment or abusiveness. One should not feel scared of any guy or society to tell their problems which they are facing. What did you feel after listening to my story? Write your answers in the comment box. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hello there, my name's Andrew, and I'm 18 years old. I'm fair, smart, and loved by everyone in my college. Girls have a crush on me. During my school days, I was popular for being a topper in studies and other curricular activities. 
In my list of friends, the number of girls was more as compared to boys. I was sincere in studies during my school hours. After school, I used to go to football practice and then hang around with my friends. Before the day would end, I would return back to my home and join my parents for dinner. From all of my friends, there was one of my girlfriends named Macy, who was very close to me. After dinner, I would daily talk to her. We'd keep chatting and talking late hours until midnight. My life was happening, and it was full-on busy. Years passed by, and I was promoted to class tenth. All my teachers had good expectations of me, as I was giving most of my time to my studies. Lecture after lecture, I kept on studying. I even started skipping my lunch breaks. I was very serious for my tenth examinations, and so after school, I started sitting in my school library for studying, skipping my football practice. This continued for a few months. One day, I was parking my bicycle, and a guy came to me and asked, "Do you know Macy?" I was watching him confused and wondering why he was asking me about Macy, and how does he know her? I replied, "Yes, I know her, but who are you to ask me all these questions?" He said that he was her brother. Brother? Macy has a brother? But I don't remember Macy having any brother. She never told me about her brother. He kept on talking about her, and said she's suffering from some disease. That she's hospitalized and treatment is ongoing. Finally, he uttered that Macy is sick and will not be coming back to school. I decided to meet Macy after school, but by the end of the day, I forget that I have to meet Macy. I reached home and found no one there. I was very hungry, so I immediately rushed to the kitchen to get something to eat. But I found nothing, and finally ended up eating cornflakes with milk. I was tired with too many lectures that day. Then I went to my room, freshened up, and jumped straight to the bed to sleep. After some time, my mobile phone started ringing. I received a call, and guess who it was talking on the other side? Hey, I'm Macy's brother. You were supposed to visit the hospital today. Macy was waiting for you. Hospital? I exclaimed. You didn't tell me she was in a hospital. You just told me she was sick. Oh gosh, that was unpredictable behavior of mine. Her brother got angry at me and disconnected the call. I kept wondering, when did he say Macy was in the hospital? And then, my home doorbell rang. I went to the door and opened it. My parents were there. As soon as they entered, my mom asked me, "What's for dinner?" I shockingly asked her, "Come again?" My mom said I told her this morning about arranging dinner for tonight. I told her, "Mom, I don't remember you telling me all of this." She said, "Yes, she told me to arrange dinner before we come." I quietly rushed to my room, took my phone, and ordered ravioli and pasta for all of us. Then I sat on my bed, worried, and was thinking about what was happening since this morning. Why don't I remember anything? Then my mom came to my room and asked me why I was looking so tense. I told her everything that was happening since this morning. I also said that I should go to the doctor for a checkup, but my mom was against my decision. She exclaimed that I was fine, no need to visit a doctor. The next day in the school library, my crush Jackson came and asked me, "Let's meet today and go on a date." That moment, I was feeling so wonderful, as if I was flying in the sky. She asked me to meet her at 6 p.m. outside the school gate, and she went. I continued studying, and around 5 p.m. I got a call from my mom. That was, in fact, a reminder call. I had asked her to call me and remind me that I have to visit Macy at the hospital. I was wrapped up in everything and rushed there. 
I reached the hospital at around 5.45 p.m. and met Macy. She was so happy to see me. She kept on talking and she was telling me about her sickness and the experiences from the past few days. And after some time, my mobile phone rang. Yes, Jackson was on the call. I received the call and asked her, why was she calling me? Jackson got angry on the phone. She shouted, are you nuts? You were supposed to meet me at 6 p.m. to go out. And then I questioned her back. Is it? Whoa, such a terrible thing had happened. And it was because of me. I didn't know what was happening to me. Why don't I remember anything? Nowadays, I seem to be fine and rarely forget stuff. But at that time, that habit was so frequent. If you have any idea what might be wrong with me, share your answer in the comment section below. Also, if you liked my story, then share it with your family and friends. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel and press the bell icon for more updates. Hey everyone, I'm Alice, and I'm 24 years old. I studied philosophy and graduated from high school. I'm a football lover, and I was crazy about playing the same during my high school. After my graduation, I joined a football fan club as playing football was my passion. Six months ago, I got married to James, whom I had met at a football fan club. Recently, the club announced that the football final match will be held this month since then, I have been practicing all day. My aim was to win the gold trophy for my team. But after some days, practicing football became hectic for me. During practice, anytime, I felt nauseous. I noticed that I didn't get my menstrual cycle for a month. I got a doubt that I am expecting a baby, so without any delay, I rushed to the gynecologist for a checkup. And my doubt seemed to be correct. I was pregnant. The gynecologist said that I was two weeks pregnant. I was in such a stage that my happiness for being pregnant was hidden behind the urge to play football final match. And out of curiosity, I asked my doctor if I could still play in my final match. The doctor said that I will be five weeks pregnant at that time, so I can still play. My nervousness got faded, and I was happy. She gave me my vitamins and instructed me on the do's and don'ts to be followed. I knew that James would not allow me to play football if he got my pregnancy news. So, I decided to hide the truth until the match was over. The time passed by. One Sunday morning, I was taking a shower and James was busy in a workout. That moment, my phone rang. James stopped his exercise and picked my mobile phone to receive the call. My gynecologist was calling to confirm my next appointment. As James received her call, the gynecologist asked him when should be the next appointment. James was shocked and confused. He spoke to my gynecologist for a while and then disconnected the call. Then he was eagerly waiting for me outside the bathroom. As I came out, he asked me, Why do you need an appointment with a gynecologist? Um, uh, um, I was speechless. Well, then I couldn't hide anymore from him and I confessed everything. I explained to him that he would not allow me to play the match ahead, so I hid this good news. I even tried convincing him that I had taken permission from the gynecologist, and she has told me to play the match. I called my gynecologist back in that moment, in front of James, so that he wouldn't feel that I was telling a lie. 
James hugged me and politely said that he will never stop me from playing football. I can do whatever I wish to. From the next day, I continued practicing with a relaxed mind and more confidence. I was happy because James was supporting me and understanding me, but my happiness didn't last much longer. Just a day before my match, our coach came and removed me off the team. In front of everyone, he said that I am pregnant so I cannot play, and he introduced my replacement to everyone. James was standing there, far from me. I kept staring at him with tears floating in my eyes, and I walked away. I was very hurt and did not feel like returning home that day. I spent my day sitting at a seashore. I gave some time to myself thinking about James and the baby whom I was carrying. I made myself understand that sometimes family becomes more important than anything in life. I made myself relax and returned home very late. As I opened the door, I saw a dark room with a lit candle. Then James appeared with a rose in his hand. He apologized and admitted that he told my coach about the pregnancy. He added that he knew it would hurt me, but in that moment, he was just looking after the baby. I told him, I practiced all day as hard as I could just to play in this final match. Just a day before the match, you get me kicked out from my team. You just snatched it away. James tried hard to make me understand his intentions. He said that while practicing, I knew my do's and don'ts, but during the match, I'll just be thinking about winning the match and nothing else. And he didn't want anything bad to happen to the baby. He was right from his side, and I accepted the fact. Maybe because I had no choice. He promised me that after giving birth to the baby, I can rejoin the club and continue playing football. Still, I feel bad for what James did to me, and I will never forget this incident until my last breath. If you also have had such an experience in the past, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more videos and press the bell icon for more updates.